Cool Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Othering podcast. I'm your host, David Wolf, and I'm joined by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week, we bring you all the latest news, tournament reports, and of course, our deck of the week. Hey guys, how are you? It's a big day. Big day, <laughs> day. It's God. a red letter day. So much has happened. Uh, I thought we were going to cancel today's episode and play Commander. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, all, today's all, all episode sorts of stuff is cancelled due to lack of news. <laughs> oh, that was uh, April. Oh, hang on, do I notice? Um, uh, April eighteenth, two thousand. No, uh, April eighteenth, Good Friday in nineteen fifty three. I think. What, no, no, I'm making this up. Um, <laughs> it was it was a Good Friday one year ages ago when BBC had no news. Okay, um, it was oh, from, yeah, I noticed yeah, from a yeah. Scrooge Hip song. Okay. Uh, if I sing it, I'll probably get it. But basically, it's like the news anchor came on the news and said, Good evening, there is no news today. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. Um, I think it turned out later that like a king had died somewhere in the Middle East or something like that. Okay. But, like, they hadn't found that out by that oh, time. Right, okay, okay. So they just let literally The news cycle was a bit slower than in those yeah. days. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> either way, we would have had the band of res- band and restricted announcements. That's I'm true. Sure, sure even, yeah. Even if it was no changes, we could have wheedled half an hour out of that. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can do well. It's wheedling things out of, out of wheedles. So, yeah. yeah, so we can certainly wheedle half an hour out of anything. Mm. Um, so, but we actually, we do have a lot of stuff to talk about today. And it's a, it's a, it's a good thing we delayed it from yesterday. Yeah. Because otherwise we would have had nothing to talk about. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we have, uh, we have the banner restricted announcement, as you said. Uh, we have, and then we have a whole ton of cards from Ixlan that were revealed. Uh, yeah, all, all that we weren't really expecting. No, well, like, and it's funny because like some of these we knew already from the the big leak that happened, which yeah. we can talk about a little bit as well. But uh, yeah, and and they kind of, as they said in the article, just really leaned into the fact that the leak had happened and just yeah. decided to give give loads of cards out of the start of spoiler season. Yeah, which so, is very uncharacteristic of Wizards. So um, yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, why don't we kick off with the banner restriction announcement? Mm. So um, Wizards did as as is their want. They uh, every few months they do an update to the banner restriction announcement, and we've had a uh, quite an exciting time of it recently. Oh, <laughs> have we? <laughs> Certainly have. But uh, this this time it was um, we we do have some changes, but uh, relatively tame all things considered, and I think they're fairly good changes. Most people would agree. Um, so we had. Only changes in Vintage, no changes to any other format. Mm-hmm. And the changes in Vintage were that Thorn of Amethyst and Monastery Mentor are now restricted. And the Ogmot's Bargain? Yeah. Yeah, the Ogmot's Bargain is unrestricted. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'd say, the one thing I'm surprised about this announcement is that like Vintage is not a format that you really have to move on quickly if you think something is wrong. And this, okay. and this Band and Restricted announcement is one of the quote-unquote extra ones that they scheduled... When standard was looking really bad, like this isn't right. right? Am I right? This isn't the normal like. Yeah. I when think, a set is coming out, um, I, restricted. To be honest, I can't even tell you if they walked that change back. Oh yeah, yeah they've just gone back on so many things in the last like yeah, yeah. months. It was a while since the last one, anyway. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Anyway, so well, maybe I'm wrong on that then. But uh, either way, yeah, as you said, I think really good changes. No, it is. It is the mid-season one. You're, you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, because right. the other ones are usually scheduled uh, the Monday after the set release. Isn't that right? Yeah. 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 So and then the they mid. brought it forward before. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, really good changes. Um, as I said, basically, they're they basically said the, they kind of used the Splinter Twin logic with monetary monastery mentor, where mm-hmm. where if you're playing a blue deck, uh, mentor was just far and away the best win condition. There was no real reason to play anything else. 
which is kind of one of the reasons they bond uh, Splinter's win in Modern mm-hmm. before. Maybe address the competitive diversity. It's yeah. A, it's a meme now. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, but, like, that's definitely true for, um, for Mentor. Like, the card is just absolutely absurd. Like, if you are pl- playing blue with all these cantrips and stuff like that, it, like, it, it sets up the win in a way that's, like, really, really difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, it can kill you, like, the turn after you play it. Sometimes the turn, kind of, if you play it, because you can just play Time Walk and uh, be attacking next turn with, like, ten monks, you know, mm-hmm. that are all enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think that's a really good ban. People were just sick of playing against it. It was like, there's lots of cool things you can do with blue decks in Vintage, but it just wasn't worth doing when you could just kill them with a Mentor instead. Okay. is basically how it worked. Um, also, like, it turned out, funnily enough, to be, like, one of the better places to put Paradoxal paradoxical outcome because people thought that was just a storm card but then it turns out just like drawing cards and picking up your moxes and replaying them to make monks yeah. is also like just as good a way yeah, to kill someone yeah, yeah. Right. So pick up your monks yeah yeah moxes and monks draw cards um. and then the other restriction was thorn of amethyst which uh, is a big blow for the Mishra's workshop deck shops as it's called mm-hmm. uh, which they basically said this is the best deck in the format um it's kind of I don't know if people know if Mentor or Shops was really better. Like mm. like Shops definitely preys on Mentor, so that okay. meant it was yeah. very very well positioned. Okay. Um, and yeah, this is this is a really good change. I think it's like Shops is miserable to play against. Like previously, they had four Lodestone Golem and four Thorns, and it was just an absolute slog. Mm-hmm. And now they're down to one Golem and one uh, one Thorn. So there are people that say like this deck will never be. Never be uh, fair enough until they actually restrict workshop itself. But I don't know; they're just going to keep taking pieces away, I guess, and see where yeah. it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a really good change too. And it was it was the type of thing where if they were taking something away from mentor decks, aka mentor, then they pretty <laughs> much had to take something away from shops as well, just because shops yeah, would have no, just been overwhelming probably really. otherwise. Yeah, that, that's all the kind of talk that I had heard is that shops is the best deck for for a long time. Yeah. So that makes sense. A lot of people just don't like playing it is the thing. And mm. like really don't like what it makes the format into because like vintage is supposed to be the format where you get to play all your cool broken fast spells, but then yeah. shops just stops you doing that. Mm-hmm. Um which is you know, it's and just the a legacy of that format. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh but one card you can't cast in legacy that you can now cast in uh, in vintage <laughs> is the unrestricted Yogmoth's Bargain, which is uh, a lovely six mana card. I think it's four black black. Uh yeah, I thought it yeah. was. Um, or is it five and a black? Is that not the one that costs black, black, black? No, that's no, Necropotence. Oh, okay. No, is Bargain. Uh, will... yeah. No, that's two and a black. My black, black, black is, necro- is Necropotence. Like so Yogmoth's Bargain is uh, is four black, black, and it says skip your draw step, pay one life, draw a card. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to Necropotence, yeah. but yeah. you get the cards right away, whereas Necropotence, you get them on, on your end step. Okay, yeah. Or your cleanup step, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this was like. This was a card that was like, it's basically only played in kind of storm decks and it was restricted, obviously, so so you wouldn't see it come up in your opening draws that often. But it was often a card that you weren't even that happy with when you saw it because it costs six mana, it's kind of hard to to get to. And like usually like playing a six mana card in Vintage meant you had to like play, like use your Lotus or use a couple of Rituals or something like that to get Mm -hmm. there on mana. And then if it got countered, you were just like absolutely screwed, basically. Mm -hmm. So like... It it just seems like a really fair unrestriction to me this okay. one, um, 
I'm sure, I'm sure it will see play. I'm not sure how many like six mana cards the Storm deck will even want to play though. Like maybe it'll add a second bargain to the mm-hmm. deck, but mm-hmm. I could see that pretty much being it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they also said that they were considering unrestricting Windfall, uh, but they wanted to make the safer unrestrict first and uh, and bring back bargain. So I think that's fair enough, and it would be really cool if we did see Windfall like uh, be unrestricted later on because that card is insanely fun to play with. Okay, but yeah. uh, it is also just way more busted. Yes, for those who don't know, Windfall is uh, 2 in the blue for sorceries. Each player discards zero in her hand and draws cards equal to the greatest number of cards a player discarded this way. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's shenanigans. Yeah. It's just it's, it's just another like Wheel of Fortune effect, basically. Yeah. That was in Commander. That's weird. I don't yeah, know Commander 2016. Yeah. I have it in my Brago deck for some reason, just because it's a sweet blue card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're playing, playing uh, Commander that has blue. It is <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nice. Right? <laughs> Too bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. get another copy now for your Wizards deck. Yeah, I actually uh, do. Or just swap it in, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for Vintage. It's I think pretty much most reactions I've seen have just been... Well, all reactions I've seen, I think, have been happy. Uh, like Paul Rietzel said... He's happy to play another season of Vintage Super League now that he saw Mentor has been restricted, oh, yeah. whereas yeah. I guess he was thinking about skipping it mm-hmm. uh, otherwise. So, I mean, that's really good. I believe Randy Bueller also said that he's pretty pretty happy with the changes. Mm. The, the, the um, what would you call him? The creator of Vintage Super League, I suppose? Yeah. He creator so. and, uh, and um, host of Vintage Super League. So, yeah, it seems like um, there are good changes all around. Definitely. Uh, what do you guys think about the changes, or no changes, in other formats so like standard okay fine yeah it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's been like an amazing yeah so on reddit the other day somebody was uh, suggesting that this might be a golden age of magic mm. just because yeah. like so many viable decks in standard people are happy with modern like draft has been really good flavor is good yeah people are yeah. yeah people are complaining about legacy a bit but people are always complaining about legacy yeah, it's, really it's a small small crowd <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i was even thinking this morning like maybe it would be possible no no well, obviously it didn't happen but if um uh for them to unban marvel once uh elrazi rotating out like what could, could there be a, a spot for it like would it be that broken without turn forward monks um, i think it's just they can't print absurdly powerful bombs if you're allowed to cast them off Marvel, right? Yeah, like yeah, like for the or whatever. Yeah. And that's some pretty powerful bombs in the next set, as we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even Nicol Bolas seems yeah, pretty exactly, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bolas. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think, like, as we said before, it wasn't exactly just for balance reasons. It was for, like, gameplay fun reasons was was one of the yeah. main reasons they got yeah. rid of Marvel. So yeah. I, think, I don't think we're going to see it back. No, and even, even though Artifact Destruction is way better than it even was before now, like mm-hmm. Silver Braid and stuff like that. Yeah. Solemnity. Solemnity, Solemnity sure, yeah. yeah. Solemnity definitely would have would have been used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's pretty bad on, oh, on the draw. Two, three mana? Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I don't think uh, we're going to see Marvel back anytime soon. Um, probably best. Yeah. Huh? Probably for the best. Probably for the best. What about Modern? I'm, I'm happy with I think Modern's fine. And yeah. I mean, it's yeah, like best. Like, it's, it's you would. Shadowed. I would take a best stick is I think uh, I think Aetherworks Marvel is fine in modern personally you think so? is that what we're talking about <laughs> that is what we're talking about <laughs> that is exactly yeah, what I asked she can't say off it yeah. is Aetherworks Marvel fine in Frontier I think it's probably very good yeah Yeah. you just see all the fan cards there's a like it's like you know slight uh, detour into Frontier territory here uh, but there's been a lot of uh, like four colour Sahidi Marvel decks yeah. so they have both combos <clears throat> in the deck yeah um so you can just you can randomly you can marvel into your filter garden or whatever. Um 
but they don't do that well in tournaments. Like what few tournaments there are. Seems a bit seems a bit clunky to me. Yeah, having both those commas. In but there. when you think about it, like the shells are very similar. Like the attunes, the woodwork, woodweaver's puzzle not well, woodweaver's puzzle not not the same, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I think if I was playing a Sahili deck in Frontier, I'd just want to use like blue cards. Blue cards, mm-hmm. yeah. Like R- ridiculously good, broken yeah. cards that are yeah. bad in other formats. Yeah, I'm sure they're still using those cards, but yeah. I don't know. Like I've seen a couple of those Marvel lists into and they're. Treasure like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nice actually. Uh, but yeah, the, all those lists that I saw were running like two Ulamogs, three Ulamogs, and like, yeah. I don't know, it just seems really clunky. But you can use Emrakul. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why they actually... They actually just do have Emrakul, yeah. Because yeah, so. yeah. I know on, on the, the original one, uh, one in the Kaladesh uh, standard, no one played Ulamog. People just played Emrakuls instead. Yeah, because it's then, much better, because yeah. the, the, you could actually cast it a lot easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. I, I don't know why these ads are running... Uh, Running the little mock. Yeah, I was think I was yeah, I saw a few deck lists and there was like I saw one that was like three Emrakul and two Ulamog. I was like, just just go for four Emrakul. Yeah. And then another <laughs> spell that you can actually cast. Yeah. Yeah. Ishkana or something, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, uh, that is not a not a sanctioned format. <laughs> no, but, uh, no. It's alright. No ban list. No. No ban list. <laughs> no no banned and restricted list. No. Yeah. And also no changes for Kamigawa block constructed proper tiny leaders. No. no. I I also think modern is grand as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. sure. Yeah, so we're a bit Yeah, because I think it's all the, the best decks are beatable. Um, and it's, uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's you know we got you got uh, a dragon drawn and death shadow maybe mm-hmm. tiny shift maybe be has been top three and, shift, yeah, yeah and then yeah, yeah they these matchups against each other and mm-hmm. yeah they're they're not dominating as much as yeah previous decks have been mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So modern's in a good place. Standard's in a good place. Vintage is now in a good place. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, hopefully we'll see. Legacy, people are complaining, but it's fine. Yeah, I think it's actually fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. People, there's no control deck at the moment that people are happy with playing. Except sure, yeah, yeah, but the other control deck was, was way too horrible. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think Check Pile is probably one of the best decks in the format, to be honest, now in Legacy, but I think people just have to figure it out a bit more. Okay. I'm no expert, like, but that deck seems sweet. Hmm. It's got Jace in it, so. Which Jace? Fine. The Mind Sculptor, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Although I might be talking about a, little, a oh, different Jace a bit later on. Maybe. Three mana Jace. Okay, um, so that brings us on to our next topic of discussion, which is Hixalan Previews, which started mm-hmm. today. Hixalan. Um, quite, <laughs> quite unexpectedly. Uh, so when exactly does Hixalan release? I think it's the end of this month. End of this month, yeah. Or, sorry, this month is still currently sorry. August. Yes. So um, it's like, it's about a month away. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is very early for spoilers to begin. Yeah, so usually they begin, what, two weeks before... They begin three weeks before the pre-release, yeah. and then they're out. They're completely finished by a week before the pre-release. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So we had a huge dump of cards today, and the reason was because of the leaks that happened. Um, so there's a a nice little article on the mothership called "Behind the Scenes with the Alleged Ixalan Card Theft." I like how it's still alleged. Um, and the who who wrote this? Scott Kelly and Blake Rasmussen. So Scott Kelly is what is his title? He vice. is the vice president of creative and production studios. So he's like higher up at Wizards, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he basically wrote kind of a little letter explaining what happened with the the leak. And uh, so basically, what happened is they one of the. A, a person who was working temporarily at one of their printers stole some sheets and tried to sell them online and included the the like eBay listings or whatever with um with pictures 
uh, and those pictures got out on the internet and that's what happened. Yeah. And so they, they made they investigated it, they worked with loads of law enforcement authorities or whatever, and uh, they managed to track the guy down, or girl, I don't know, and uh, that person... Well, they had, they had the theft on video, so... The alleged theft. The alleged theft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there, there's lots of language in this, you know, because, yeah, yeah. because of its current legal proceedings, yeah. they have to, you know, use all that language of alleged and all that kind of things. Um, but well, yeah, this, this, this person can sue me if they want. I don't mind. <laughs> I'll take you it all. Not the, say things we'll like that. Take it all the way to the top. <laughs> so uh, it could secure a lot of his lawyers. Lawyer says, "Well, hopefully he didn't agonize them." And I was like, um, uh, "Sue me." <laughs> it's okay. I'll destroy this recording. No. Um, so the 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 person is now in jail, awaiting trial. Yes. Um, and so they're you know they're obviously from from here on out they're probably going to be working with their printing partners to make sure things like this don't happen again. Um, they take the, the theft of intellectual property very seriously and they say that, that it affected the, the company quite a lot and it affected players quite a lot and that's you know that's why we chose not to talk about it here. Mm. Um, and then it went on to uh, comments from Blake Rasmussen explaining that yes, they were very sad about you know the leaks and it kind of ruined their, their whole plan for spoiler season. You know, they usually plan these things out really well and we saw that They've done this kind of Ixalan explore, uh, what are they called? Geocache trackers yeah. sent out into the world, which are really cool. It's a great idea. So they have these little um, trackers sent out into the geocache areas all around the world, and you can find them. And if they're brought a certain distance, that reveals a uh, a preview card. And you know that 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 stuff is all kind of destroyed, or the the excitement is blunted. It was it was it blunted the excitement for two spoiler seasons really because it kind yeah. of ruined our devastation as well. So yeah. it was really unfortunate. But uh, so basically, what they've decided was, uh, you know, they they restated again that they don't comment on leaks because it's just a rabbit hole they don't want to go down. But in this case, they're going to just release every single card that was previewed, yeah, or that was uh, leaked, which is most of the rares. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, he said the half of the rares and mythic rares are still to be revealed. You know why? No. Because you have flip cards. The flip cards are on a different sheet. Oh yeah, they're on a different sheet. Ah, so there's only ten flip cards. Okay. So they they showed in the in the video that was like previewing the double face cards. They they said or they showed the um, what's it called the checklist card, mm -hmm. and it had only ten slots on it. Okay. So that could be the rare checklist card. There could be. Yeah, commons and uncommons like they did in Shadows Over yeah. Innistrad they had them on two separate checklist mm. cards but you never know um, yeah so maybe that's a good segue into talking about the mechanics so dual face cards uh, apparently they all flip over into lands and we've seen one already which is a treasure map and it costs two and you can pay one and tap it to scry one and then you put a what is it an exploration counter or a treasure counter or something like that on it I think it's something like that. I can't it's remember. This is an artifact. Yeah. It's a landmark counter. Landmark counter. Okay, cool. And then once it has three on it, you remove all landmark counters from it and transform yeah. it. And on the other side, it is a land, which is Treasure Cove. Um, and Treasure Cove lets you tap... Oh, sorry. You get a, you get sorry, a treasure sorry. artifact when, it, when yeah. you scry one. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not, no, when you scry one, um, you, get, you, get a, you get a counter. When you have three counters and you use the ability again... Um, well, after use ability, it checks the number of counters it has. When it has oh, yeah, three, right. yeah. it makes uh, three treasure tokens. That's what happens. Yeah. So treasure tokens, you can tap them out of mana if I need to work your mana pool. Yeah, so they're similar to gold, which we had before. Yeah. But you have yeah. to tap them. Yeah. 
and then it flips over into Treasure Cove, which is a land that adds colorless, or you can tap it and sacrifice a treasure to draw a card. And it has a, a new, a shiny new um, frame. Yeah, I really like very this, cool. this, this frame. I think it's, uh, people were kind of saying how it's very different to, people didn't like it because it was so different to normal magic cards. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the fact that this is the back of a card, I agree. it doesn't yeah. really get in the way. I agree completely, yeah. It, the fact yeah, the fact that it's on the back means they can go as nuts with it as they like. Yeah. yeah. Because like 90% of the time when it's in a sleeve looking at you, it's going to be the front side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's I think they look cool. Yeah, yeah, they do look very cool. And this is a rare. Yeah. Yes. Reminds me of Monkey Island. Yeah. Do you ever play those games? Uh, no, but I know of them. They're class. <laughs> um, there might be some Monkey Island references in this set. You never know. They're with pirates and stuff, there probably will yeah, be. There has to be. Yeah, there has to be. So, yeah, they're, they're all going to be land, apparently. These, they're all a land on the on the backside. That's cool. cool. Yeah. That yeah. one, obviously, very slow, but pretty Round nice payoff. Six to seven. Boom. Yeah. If you play it on turn two. Uh, but yeah, the the payoff is very nice. Um, draw, you know, sacrificing your treasure to draw a card is is really good, and then you can also, I mean, actually, it ramps you from six, six to ten if you really want. To. Oh, because like, yeah, you put so you play it on turn two, you put a counter on it on three, four, and five, and it transforms and untaps on turn six. You play a land, and you have three treasures. Yeah, so you've got a ten. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the mana fixing as well, like colors anywhere. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, if you have a winding constrictor, it takes a turn off at transforming as well. True, Ooh. yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Also, um, no, wait, does it? Yeah, it does. Artifact. So. Yeah, artifact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, cool. Sky Plunderer, which is also a pirate. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Very important. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Um, then we also have stuff like, uh, what, what, what other mechanics do we have? No, we have Enrage. Enrage, yeah. So this is on Dinosaurs. And it's an ability word, which means it's not a keyword. It just happens whenever a dinosaur takes damage. So in the case of Ripjaw Raptor, which is two green green for a four or five dinosaur, uh, it has Enrage. When it's dealt damage, draw a card. So this is yeah. a bit of a nerf to Harness Lightning in the future. As the best removal spell oh, yeah. standard. Is it? I mean, kind of. Because like, if you kill this with a Harness Lightning, they draw a card. Yeah. But if you get up any red removal, they're going to drop her. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Okay. But it's, you know, it's it's a nerf to red removal. Yeah, okay, Dam- yeah. Damage-based yeah, removal. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. And white in some cases. Yeah. Because if white is, like, just, you know, five damage to target attacking creature or whatever. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It reminds you of, um, you know, the warrior decks in Hearthstone, like, the kind of mechanical dealing damage to your own uh, creatures and minions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so, like, yeah, I... I so, Whenever, whenever, whenever I read an enrage card, I just think of like, oh, is there any kind of like a whirlwind effect, like deal one damage to all creatures or deal, mm-hmm. like just to get a huge amount of value off this. Mm-hmm. Like Sons is pretty good. Yeah. 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 I didn't have a few of these out with Sultan Sons. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Uh, what other mechanics do we have? We have Explore, which is worded kind of strangely, um, yeah. in my opinion. So it's like when, it's usually on creatures that are entering the battlefield. And it means that you reveal when it enters the battlefield, you exp- or it explores. That's yeah. that's the way it's worded. The mm, creature yeah. explores. So you reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land, you can put it into your hand. Otherwise, you put a plus one plus one counter on the creature, and then you can put the card into your library. No, back on top of your library or into your graveyard. Yeah. So yeah, it's a weird mechanic. <laughs> it's like themed around finding new land. Like flavorfully, it's it's really cool. Yeah, um, kind of like kind of like Goblin Guide. The big Goblin Guide shows you a new land, yeah. and then it's in the face too. I can't believe the Gitrog monster has rotated out in this card. Yeah, it's also flavor fail with the card Explore. 
Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the card explorer does not explore. Yes, yes. We, we have a, a rare one-drop with this mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, it's a one-one for one. Uh, you play you pay one on black. The, car, the card's called Dead Eye Tracker. You pay one on black. The exile two, tar- two target cards from a gra- an opponent's graveyard. And then it explores. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it's... A bit more graveyard hate here. Yeah, so. yeah I, think, I, think it, I feel like it's... it's. I'm always excited when I see a one-drop that's kind of marginally playable, but... Yeah. I mean, this is good, but like you're not really going to get much off it on yeah. one. It's pretty cool. It's like a super scry or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Grim Flayer's ability put onto some other stuff mixed around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what other mechanics do we have here? Oh, the Return of Raid. Yes, the Return of Raid. So we have a, another pirate here, two and a black for a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, when Tormentor, Deadeye Tormentor enters the battlefield, if you attack with a creature this turn, target opponent discards a card. So Raid activates when... If you have attacked with a creature this turn. Yeah. Mm. Any kind of attacking. I hope they don't reprint that bird. Oh my think. god, I would hate that. <laughs> What's it called? We may rock. We may yeah. rock. Ooh, birds is my memory. Birds, it's a seagull, isn't it? Or a rock. I mean, that's a pirate kind of thing. Uh, I'm hoping we get, it's all pirates. All pirates. <laughs> all actually, time, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, so treasure is a mechanic that we've discussed already. What other kind of mechanics do we have? Um, I think in terms of keywords, maybe that's, that's all... Um, we do have a sweet uh, we talk about having all this treasure lying around um, we do have a sweet alternate wing con uh, four and a black for revel in riches uh, as a chapman that says whenever whenever a creature an opponent controls dies create treasure uh, at the beginning of your upkeep if you control ten or more you win the game mm-hmm. treasures ten or more treasures um, yeah it's pretty cool so you put a mechanized production on a treasure. <laughs> That's why, yeah. It's just like having... It's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like we're done with your four-mana yeah, do-nothing enchantment, then play your five-mana <laughs> do-nothing enchantment. Yeah. Continue to do nothing for a couple of turns while you make yeah. ten trips. No, but there actually are a lot of cards that that, uh, that make treasure. Does that work with Anointed Procession? No, that only works with creatures, right? Anointed Procession. Uh, yes. Yeah. I want to say yes. Who is it? Anointed Procession doubles okay. creature tokens. Yeah. yeah, I think it's only creature tokens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because that would be sweet. Um... There have there are, there are some other mechanics. Sure. Right, we'll keep we'll keep going. Um, we have, as we know, the reprint of the uh, land cycle. What do they call the check lands? The check lands, yes. Um, it's pretty cool. They'll just be really nice to have in standard. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, not technically a mechanic, but a rules change we could talk about. Ooh, yeah, yes, sure. Is the uh, removal of the planeswalker uniqueness rule, or mm-hmm. the f- or rather they're they're folding it into. Legend rule. Yes. Uh, so all planeswalkers, all current planeswalkers, are going to be errated to be legendary planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. And all future planes, or I mean, I, I guess like regular planeswalkers from now on. Yeah. With I'd imagine some exceptions uh, are are also going to be legendary planeswalkers. Yeah. So yeah. we see that with the new Jace. Yeah. Uh, who uses this rules change. So we have Jace Cunning Castaway, who costs one blue-blue. He is a legendary Planeswalker Jace. He comes in with three loyalty, and he has three abilities. His plus one is whenever you, uh, whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player this turn, draw a card, then discard a card. His minus two is create a 2-2 blue uh, illusion creature token with when this creature becomes the target of a spell, sacrifice it. And his ultimate is minus five is create two tokens that are copies of Jace Cunning Castaway, except they're not legendary. Pretty cool. Yeah. So that's really interesting. So when you do that, you lose the original Jace, right? No. Well, that's no. a real thing. Oh, because none of them are six. Because only one of them is legendary. You don't lose any. 
So you keep all three. Yeah. Is that how it works? Well, yeah, it, yeah. As long as you didn't lose all his loyalty from doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. So then you're just going to make a huge army of illusion tokens. Yeah. This one is pretty sweet with anointed procession. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Although that might be a bit do nothing as well. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the deck, deck this fits in is like the likes of a, like a an aggro blue deck like the blue red press deck that I yeah. love so much. Sure. I think you play um, so in turn two you play uh, riddle form, uh, riddle form. Then you play mm. this this activates riddle form, hit him in the face for three. You yeah. Plus you plus chase. Mm-hmm. So now your riddle form is a two mana three three that loots mm-hmm. the flying. Mm. And last time I one of those. It's not colorless though. Not colorless. But you're playing blue anyway. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think I think it's very sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, so this this card is sweet and looks very playable for standard at least. But uh, I think there are way more interesting current applications to this rules change that also involve cards named Jace that are planeswalkers. So in Legacy, well, hold on. We we didn't say that this means that you can now have two planeswalkers. With different names. With different names on the battlefield at the same time, which you couldn't before. Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. So previously you couldn't have, for example, Jace the Mind Sculptor and Jace Ballard on the battlefield at the same time. Now you can. Yeah. Or, more interestingly, Jace the Mind Sculptor and Jace Friend's Prodigy. Yeah. Which, Jace the Mind Sculptor is the reason why no one plays Jace Friend's Prodigy in yeah. Legacy. Yeah. Oh. Um, because like you just always want to drop your Mind Sculptor, basically. Yeah. So, so Yeah, you don't want to be prevented from doing that. I feel like Jace Vrind's Prodigy is now like insanely good in Legacy. Okay. Bye, 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 bye. They're already pretty <laughs> expensive. Yeah, they're 20 bucks or something like that, are they? Yeah, I think they're more than that. Are they? Okay. I think they're still 30 or something. Anyway, I think that's, that's really cool. sweet. It, yeah, just, yeah. it means that like you'll never lose value off playing your two-drop Jace. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I don't think that really affects Modern very much because he's not really competing no, with Architect of Thought. Not really, no. Uh, yeah. But I feel like in Legacy, like it's really sweet in a control deck. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a big buff to Liliana the last hope because what people said about her, uh, even back when she was a spoil, was uh, that she's a very good planeswalker. Does her only downside is that she's a Liliana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't play it alongside any Liliana out of veil, but now you can. Mm-hmm. Same in standard, it was awkward. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because she's rotating out of standard. Actually, I was yeah. going to say with the five mana Liliana, yeah. it's a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Any other planeswalkers? This is this kind of applies to. Um, what other planeswalkers have lots of multiple printings? Chandra and this Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Oh, all the, the Gatewatch, basically. <laughs> the, the Gideon deck. Play Gideon 3 into Gideon 4 into Gideon 5. <laughs> I oh, mean, this, ma- this makes Gideon 3 a lot better, right? Certainly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely does. Yeah, once oh, you get that emblem. Specific, yeah, because his emblem just keys off other Gideons, so you just like have a million Gideons, it's like you have, you know, you have 10 extra life or whatever. That's yeah, pretty that, nice, isn't yeah, it? That's pretty funny, yeah. Funny, yeah, when we first won, it's like, yeah, his, his emblem awards you for having more than one Gideon in your deck. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you're, you're, you're doing yourself a favor by doing that, but yeah, yeah. now that's gone, so yeah. he's going to be our new... Deploy the Gatewatch, unfortunately, rotating out ah. as soon as this rule comes into uh, effect. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> buy, your, uh, buy your Gideon Marshall Paragons, though. Marshall mm. Paragons? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> well, it's just standard legal, right? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually suggest that. No. Um... But yeah, this is interesting. It basically means that the, the name part of the Planeswalker type line is basically irrelevant anymore yeah. because it, it doesn't really mean anything. I, it, well, there are abilities that reference it. The defeats. Yeah. defeats uh, makes sense. Well, the defeats and like uh, the like the, like darkest intimations and stuff, dark intimations. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there, yeah. there are some cards that reference it, but like by and large, it, it's not important for determining which permanent you keep on the battlefield or whatever. No, no. Yeah, anymore. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. slightly awkward, yeah. this rules change. Yeah. But it's good, I think, overall. Yeah, yeah so, think, you know, when, when this card was leaked, people could see that it, it had something long on the timeline, and they were like, it has to be legendary planeswalker, so yeah. what does this mean? And now we know what it means. We, it means yeah. what we expected. It. I think you could also see, like, some of the ultimate line that said create a token. Co yeah, that's yeah. a copy of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah this is uh, interesting, and we'll see what happens going forward with planeswalkers. Um, if you're able to play more than one of the same type of planeswalker at the same time, is that going to create balance issues? I guess we're going to see. Yeah, that's, it's very exciting. Yeah, well, they're they're going to be printing less Gatewatch Planeswalkers now as well. So Fewer. Mm. Fewer Gatewatch Planeswalkers. Thank Sorry. you. I had to stop myself from correcting someone on that earlier. Yeah. It's like, it's one I always notice now because it's been drilled into me by... I am an English teacher, so you yeah, probably should I, correct me. <laughs> um, I like correcting people's grammar when it's right. What? So, like, then you're interrupt them to say that what they said is wrong even though it was right oh that's a, thing, yeah, yeah. that's a good one yeah then you walk away into the sunset <laughs> explosions um, yeah so well, so that was that was one card that we wanted to select and talk about um, do we have another one no well there there are many many more yeah there are many more we we're not going to talk about all the cards today just yeah, just what jumps out so many happen at once yeah, yeah, so many tapered out I think one we're talking about is a hostage shaker so this was something oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. people were really really worried about this because well, so I'll, read, I'll, I'll just read the card out first. It's uh, two blue-black for um, a 2-3 human pirate. Uh, it says, When Hostage Shaker enters the battlefield, exile target artifact or creature until it leaves the battlefield. You may cast a card for as long as it remains exiled, and you may spend mana. So it was many, mana of any type to cast a spell. So, yeah, on the surface, it seems like a pretty cool card. It has this oblivion ring effect where you can cast your opponent's uh, creature opponent, um, or permanent, or artifact or creature um, before it leaves the battlefield. But because... Um, it's not a May, and because it well, doesn't the say the first part isn't a May. First part's not a May, yeah. So because so when, it, when the, the targeted the, the targeted exiling uh, has to target a creature or artifact. So if you play this card onto an empty battlefield, it has to target target itself infinite times. Infinite times, yeah. So it just keeps on happening. Yes. Yeah. So no, what happens? So it, it, it would end the game in the draw. Yeah. And is there a way to take advantage of that for like a combo? Is there something else? No. Uh, but you could like if you had a card that triggered off oh a life gain card like yeah life gain or, or yeah, damage yeah. or yeah. whatever never like when it enters the battlefield or leaves the battlefield or whatever you could use this to create infinite enters and leaves triggers right yeah but you would still need a way to stop the loop afterwards yeah well it, you'd probably have to have another creature or artifact on the battlefield to make that infinite loop be profitable for you so you just exile that right, creature right. at the end yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway if people would be concerned about this your concerns are now allayed because it's been errated yeah <laughs> before it's released so it now says another creature it can't target itself yeah another yeah. creature artifact yeah I wonder if we um, if so I wonder if, do you think that would still happen if the leaks didn't happen because it was you know it was, it was uh, the community that discovered that it, it had noticed this potential Infinite loop existed yeah. in the card because of the leaks. Do you think that there's no leaks would be in another Aether Revolt? No, Revolt? people found it instantly. Yeah, people found it instantly. So if it was revealed today, it would have been found instantly today and they would have just errated it anyway. Because yeah. errata is just text on Gatherer. So, yeah. I mean, they would have been able to do it straight away. They but at least this gave them time to think about what they wanted to do. 
Yeah, but uh, like it was our, it was obviously already printed, so they couldn't really do much yeah. about it. They really don't like doing these kind of functional erratas either, yeah, um, because it's just awkward. Like, especially for newer players, when you have to tell them their card doesn't do what it says it does on yeah. the card. Um, but, but I mean, in this yeah. case, yeah, you have to. Most have to. newer players would assume that that would enter the battlefield, an empty battlefield, and not do anything. That's true. Or they just yeah. wouldn't think about it. Or they just yeah, wouldn't yeah, think yeah. about it ever. Yeah, as long as they're yeah. franchised enough to see the Symphony Combo, they're probably also franchised enough to be following, following the... Yeah, and to know that that's something that shouldn't happen. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, card that I wanted to mention was Star of Extinction, which is a red mythic. It's a sorcery. It's this fun. card's hilarious. It's, it's <laughs> very <laughs> funny. It's five red red, and it says, Destroy target land. So seven mana, sorcery, destroy target land. Sounds good. Stone rain. Uh, Star of Extinction deals, deals 20 damage to each creature and each planeswalker. So it's it's the comet that wiped out the dinosaurs, basically. Or meteor. Is it comet or meteor? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say comet. Meteor. Oh, comet's a specific thing. Meteor is anything that falls from the sky. Okay. Um, and the flavor text says, The visions haunt me. I see the end of the world brought on by the search for the immortal sun. And that's said by Shaper Pashona. Yeah, so I have no context for what yeah. that means. I don't know if this is a real event or somebody just for, is foreseeing this. It's kind of funny because I feel like um, it's something that I think it was a real lot of how I stuff during PAX so last year and that was like during that they said you know we know the way we did sporting seasons before you didn't really get a feel for the story development we're going to mm-hmm. change that we're going to introduce these story spotlight cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, this particular one isn't a story spotlight card but in, for the, for the sporting season of Amonkhet and uh, our devastation we saw that um you know, they 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 released the spoil they, they released the story cards in order in sequence. So now we, we can yes. see the the story of Amaket unfolding as spoiler season unfolds and we see what happens at the end of the at the end of the story, mm. at the end of the spoiler season. So because now everything's up in the air, we're seeing kind of random I, I think I think we have two out of five and three out of five in the story spotlights already revealed. So we have um kind of some pieces of the story, but very little context. Yeah, so we have this one, River's Rebuke, which is four blue-blue for a sorcerer who turn all non-land permanents target player controls to their owner's hand. And in the in the flavor text, you have, carefully following the thaumatic compass Bolas had given her, Vraska blundered straight into the River Herald's trap. The River Heralds are the merfolk of this set. Yes. That's a spotlight three of five. Um... Having a look for the other spotlights. Yeah. yeah, so two of five. Yeah, two of five is Vraska's Contempt, which is also a very cool card. It's two black black instant exile target creature or planeswalker. You gain two life. And uh, in the flavor text, it wasn't long before the taverns of High and Dry were full of whispers about the new captain who could turn a person to stone with a glance. And High and Dry is the pirate's floating city, Glass. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about this? Bolas giving Vraska a thaumatic compass. It's a it's pretty pretty uncool gadget to give someone. Yeah, what do <laughs> think an elder dragon would give you something really sweet, not just a compass? Well, wait, what, what is a thaumatic compass though? I mean, I well, mean that's obviously something related to magic. So yeah, sound is it? I think I don't know. No, thaum. Thaum is the no, unit is. of magic in the Discworld novels. That's true. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think um, in hang on, I will this. You might have, have more connection with this in D and D. is like a cantrip that makes your voice very loud. Okay. No, um, thaumaturgy just means like doing magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think thaumaturgy in D and D can do a bunch of sort of small magical effects, can't it? Yeah, that's like oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can do like all sorts of stuff, like making illusions and making people see things that aren't there, and that's kind of illusions. But anyway, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we different we, kind of cantrip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, what do you guys think of this card, like mechanically? It's a very sweet card. I think it's great. I, I think, think it's, it's very good. Yeah, it could yeah. have been At first, I was thinking it's very like anguish not making, but then I was like, it's like anguish not making, but with a five life difference. Like that's <laughs> yeah, huge, yeah, 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 for yeah. one mana. Well, I mean, you can't get other non-creature permanents apart from planeswalkers, but still, I mean, most of the time you, you want to exile creatures or planeswalkers. Yeah, so. yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think it's. I, I was thinking like when cards like this with like Alvio gain two life is, is upside. Yeah. I think obviously you'd rather it be one black black and have no upside just be yeah, or not have no added upside but then I think if you take it that step it's way too powerful it's a strictly mm-hmm. better um, Heroes Downfall yeah um, so this so is it, it has two upsides like, over yeah. Heroes Downfall the Exile and the two life so yeah. I think for one more mana. it's pretty reasonable it's you know so I, I think this is pretty much just like Hour of Glory is never going to get it's Oh, no. Hour of, Hour of Glory. Because <laughs> this is pretty much just better. Uh, yeah. Hour of Glory is a bit easier to cast. But, yeah. um, what do you think about this this person, Ang- Angrath? Have you seen this? So no. I, I did kind of a, a good, uh, like a detailed look through um, through the cards. And you have like Angrath's Marauders, which mentions Captain Angrath. And then on the flavor text of one of the checklands, it mentions that the Planeswalker Angrath, uh, when he came to Ixalan started calling uh, dinosaurs dragons and then it's that name stuck with the pirates. Uh, so he's a planeswalker cool. captain. Class. So we're getting a new a new planeswalker as well as Jason Vraska. Cool. No, I, so I'm, I'm excited. Ah, uh, yeah. It's probably Nicola Ballas in disguise again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's kind of fun because I've so like from the story spotlight card so far, it seems like the plot is following Vraska on a pirate adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like maybe Jace comes in at the end or, or something like that. Jace is also there. Jace is also there. <laughs> and he's, he's looking well. He's, he's looking buff. He is. He, he, yeah, look his, at those pecs. He lost all his brain power and he just had to you know, get He lost swollen. half his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, I, you know, I think that the, the belief is that he's lost his memory or something. You know, the whole castaway thing. Yeah. He's kind of stuck there. Mm. Has to... Going on a journey to get his memories back. He meets his little friend Frasca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> oh, yeah, he because he still has he's still the guild pack. He's still the guild pack. Yeah, still, she still got her. that going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awkward yeah. thing. Yeah, it's just like he should really be over there. Yeah, <laughs> he's got more important things to do. Oh. Yeah, so this uh, this leak is pr- or leak. <laughs> this uh, these spoilers are pretty cool. Um, we'll probably go into them in more depth next week. Some of the more specific cards and whatever, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this spoiler season is hopefully going to be still good. Hopefully, for the for the sake of wizards and for the sake of all yeah. the players, um, despite the kind of the the ruin that was made of it with the uh, with the leak, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, players, I got to say as well, were pretty good about posting stuff. I'm, I'm sure Reddit mods had a lot to do with making sure comments were deleted and stuff like that. Totally. But I didn't really see anyone talking about. These uh, these leaks when they were leaks for for the duration of that period, I thought people were very respectful overall. Yeah, I mean, people posted them on Reddit, but nobody. And I mean, sometimes people made reference to mm. changes that they believed were coming, like the Planeswalker uniqueness yeah. thing. But yeah. nobody like just went and said, "Hey, this is this is a card that's coming." Yeah, so because yeah. there, there were quite a lot of people that that did want to avoid them. Yeah, yeah, and obviously we led the charge on that. That was all down to us. So. Yes, exactly. Actually, I was literally going to say it was, it was literally yeah, it was literally this old weekend. I was like, you know, I'm going to take a look at that sheet because you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, um, it's uh, it's getting closer to the spoiler season. I might as well get a heads up. So now we have all these lovely high quality images to do us yeah. instead. Let's start the deck building. Okay, so we're going to move on from that now. But uh, Kieran has to leave us. So uh, thanks Love for being you. here, Kieran. Sorry, guys. Loving you and leaving you. Yeah, no uh, worries. No yeah. worries. 
Enjoy uh, not forever. I'll be back next week. It's fun. Okay. Just yeah, like the dinosaurs. They love us. Enjoy that 20 damage. <laughs> okay, see you later. Bye, guys. Okay, so it's just me and you now. Oh, here we are. Soldering on. Soldering on. Yeah. Like, like 1 1 Vigilance Lightning. Well, not Lightning. Soldiers. Don't yes. <laughs> two Wait, are we soldiers or warriors? I don't know. Is, is there a difference? Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. Okay. But I don't know what that difference is. I think soldiers get paid. <laughs> warriors, <laughs> warriors. Okay. Warriors just voluntarily die for yeah. their. Yeah. Um, so tell me about your your tournaments. Oh, tournaments! So uh, I went to play modern on Wednesday because I'm playing a lot of modern this season because I'm very new to the to the very new to the format. Yeah, I went and I I went to play, I played modern. I went two two, mm-hmm. um, which I was pretty happy with because you know I learned some stuff. But you know, as I was like, I'm sure a lot of spikes listening can understand that you know we need we need wins and we need positive results to justify our existence. So um, very last minute, I came home from work. So. That was a Wednesday night and Thursday night, the shop play standard. I came home from work at like half five and I was like, all right, if I can jam a deck together in 10 minutes and get back out the door, <laughs> I can I can play. So I, I played the BBD list, the Brad Delson list from the previous weekend, just the, yeah. just the same 75. Uh, I didn't have any time to try and make any innovations. So I just sleeped up the deck in a, in a few minutes and legged at the door and then casually 4 would for the night. Did it. Um, but yeah, God, and it, the deck felt great. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were, because I mean, I've, I've been playing lots of different versions of Teamer mm-hmm. over the last uh, few seasons, and yeah, they seemed pretty well tuned mm-hmm. and uh, pretty, pretty great. Now, what did you What did you play? I played Jess Guy Got Pharaoh's Gift. Jess Guy. Oh, okay. yes. I never realized Jess Guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went two two. Yeah, it was the long fall, as they say, two <laughs> zero into two two. Oh no, that's, that's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, felt the deck felt good. I lost to like a, the blue eyes cycling deck from Olaf. Yeah, I played against which is pretty pretty rough for me to win. Yeah. Uh, what else did I lose? I won against the control deck, which felt pretty good because mm. it can be a bad match. I actually don't think it is a bad matchup because you can just leverage your tiny creatures and just be like be aggressive with them every turn. Yeah, you can you can turn the corner so quickly. Yeah, exactly. If you if, you, if they if you jam a threat. On like turn four, so they can't do their glimmer, and then you coerce them into like tapping out uh, on turn five or whatever which is for some kind of wrath. So this was like a Jess guy, yeah, okay, control okay. deck. So like they had fumigate and stuff like that. If you can coerce them into doing that and getting yourself a turn where you can actually do the God Pharaoh's gift thing while having it set up already with the six creatures in the graveyard, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. That is insane, actually. Geez. Yeah, yeah, that's there's a hard one to interact without going down a card. Like, yeah, we're exactly. not onwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you, so you're playing your insulin units, did you find they were good? Um, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, again, they're a good early beatdown creature. They're pretty, they're weird with the uh, with Godfrey's Gift, because it's like, you sack it and you discard a card, and then you do your loot from the Godfrey's Gift. Oh yeah, so oh, from the so Gate of the Afterlife, you mean? From the Gate of the Afterlife, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. From the Gate of the Afterlife. Yeah. So you're down the card that you discarded, but you haven't drawn the card from the yeah. Neonate yet. Because the ability is still on the sack when all the sack. Exactly, the yeah. So the discarded card is part of the cost. Um, so you feel like you're priced into some weird decisions sometimes, but there's enough stuff that you're okay discarding that yeah. it feels okay. The, the main thing for me with the red was the cathartic reunions. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were so, so good for the... And the trophy made is in the new in the kind of build from the from the GP. That was on turn On turn Mike Sigrist. Um, can't remember who else played it. Somebody. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I, I love the idea of trophy mage because it seems like it, it really is like a very far left field uh, choice because it's. I mean, it's a creature that gets you the artifact you want to play, but yeah, it's like you're taking two turns to do it. Mm-hmm. And, 
and I go, are you, are you really all in? So are you really so all in on the strategy that you need to do this? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is yes. Well, see, the, the good thing about it is, well, it gives you eight copies yeah. of God Pharaoh's Gifts in the deck. There'll be more than that. Oh, okay. Well, apart from the four trophy mage, four gates, and the two actual copies. Okay, yeah. And then the other good thing about it is if you're playing against a deck that has abrades or artifact destruction and you manage to get the God Pharaoh's Gift online and get one activation off, mm. you can usually just bring back a trophy mage from your graveyard and get another gate just in case they kill your <sighs> yeah. God Pharaoh's Gift. So yeah. it's pretty good to do stuff like that. Um, or that, like just in general, like having multiple copies of the gate is really important mm. because there's just so much artifact destruction yeah. around, so many different ways to kill it. Yeah. Um, if it ever gets exiled, then you're pretty screwed. That's that's what happened to me against the, the blue white cycling deck. Oh yeah. Is that um, it? Got both of them got exiled. Well, both of your gifts got yeah. exiled. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. because you're yeah because the gate can get it from your graveyard, so it gets abraded. Your your exactly. Yeah, graveyard. that's fine. Yeah, and then you have you know, let's say you used one trophy mage, which got you a gate which got you a gift and then they destroy your gift you're like okay whatever you draw another trophy mage which gets another gate yeah. which gets the gift back it's pretty sweet actually so, yeah. yeah it's yeah. pretty good um, so what, what what about what did you think of the the configuration of the deck like with the Sky Sovereigns in the main no yeah, Chandra's I in think, the main yeah I feel like Sky Sovereigns in the main Sky Sovereigns felt good in any matchup. Yeah. Yeah, even like, even if you're dominated against a, a slower deck once it's resolved, you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're on a turn, a three turn clock, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was Mission Chandra's. Um, so yeah, this list plays four, four Virtuoso and uh, two Chandra's in the side, but two of each Chandra in the side. Uh, so I, I think I, I found myself taking the Virtuos- Virtuosos out all the time. Mm-hmm. Virtuosos are very good against Mono Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just happen to knock them across Mono Red, I okay. think. And Mono Red is probably dying down a little bit yeah um, well certainly in the shop it was never the there works. basically yeah yeah uh, yeah so in, in our local meta there's, there's just no more yeah exactly. for some reason i think uh, yeah one or two one or two. yeah I, I think it is nice when you're you know when you go to sideboard you know exactly what card it has to come out yeah um and yeah you know exactly what card it wants to come in it's true so yeah i, I think maybe two chamber two virtuoso would be good yeah um going forward maybe no virtuoso on the side um well yeah and i think it's I, I feel like you already have such a strong curve. I mean, in, I played against Demir, I played against uh, Black Green, and both of those matchups resolving your Hydra on turn four was, or, or turn three even, mm-hmm. uh, resolving Bristling Hydra is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both uh, the turn came around both times. Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know if that necessarily would be the case if Tourist Chandra's uh, in that spot. Sure, said, yeah. And I felt really great, but I suppose a lot of listeners at home are, are, are shouting at their earphones or shouting at the radio, like, tell us more about this, this blue white cycling deck. Because oh, yeah. uh, we, we, we both played against uh, this pure cycling deck. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think in game one, um, I, I wasn't fast enough, and then so the deck revolves around a whole lot of cycling, card, cycling cards and uh, Abandoned Sarcophagus, that was called, it's yeah. your mana artifact. So it lets you play uh, non land cycling cards from your graveyard. Yes. Um, and then they get exiled. Yeah, exiled, yeah. So it's, yeah, it is pretty insane when the whole deck's made out of. Uh, Cycling cards. Yeah. Yeah, as a countervailing winds will always just be begun because there's so much stuff in the graveyard from cycling in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be like a hard counter. Yeah. Um, sensor as well, so it's always there. So yeah. you're constantly, I found myself, so when I got into the late game, I was just constantly just checking the graveyard to see, all right, what, what can I even play? Or yeah. uh, I got Champion of Wits as well. Um, so I, I felt like. Yeah, Drake Haven was Drake, well. yeah, so yeah, Drake Haven was a big addition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the game went on very long. I thought he was going to deck himself. Uh, yeah. And then he played Drake Haven, and then it was very, just, just almost effortless, he just made. Uh, five drakes, yeah, and then at the end two turns, yeah, um, but yeah, and then, but then I kind of 
I wanted to sideboard and I realized I had to go more aggressive because because he's because the deck was relying so much on on removal like cast out or counter spells with cycling. Uh, there is very little removal from like you know in the in the one to three spots. Yes. So uh, so for me, I was able to just, you know I was able to just get two long cups out and then just beat them mm-hmm. uh, before I could get a cast out. And um, mm-hmm. so the both so both games two and three were one that by me just okay. aggressively mulligan mulligan down to two drops because okay. I know if if it goes past if it goes past turn five, it's very hard to yeah back. yeah. Especially when you can't it does also have fumigate though. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. you can be punished for overcommitting to the board, but and, and like he draws into fumigate fairly regularly because yeah. of the amount of cycling in the deck. But like the abandoned sarcophagus is so good when like when you play it in the mid to late game, it's like draw five. Yeah, or exactly. And and because of, I think it's even more than five because it's it's well, your sometimes, cycling. sometimes yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I mean because you're, you're cycling so much and that there's so a lot every of time you there. cycle a card, it's like you've drawn two cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've drawn yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and the card from the cycle. Yeah, and like you know, it leads to sweet plays where you're like cycle a hieroglyphic illumination. Cast the hieroglyphic illumination. No, yeah. And the, now it's just three blue, blue draw. You just cast Jason's Ingenuity. Yeah. And then, or there's other stuff like, you know, cycle cast out, cast, cast out. Yeah. Cycle countervailing mints, cast it. Yeah, I think I think what it did to me was, I I, I mean, I, I damn it as well when I had mana left to pay for the countervailing mints. Yeah. So then, because I knew it was in his graveyard, he could play it. But he just cycled a few more cards to, to make that yeah. number bigger. Yeah. I was really sweet. So it was. Yeah, so then, then so after that, then I played against uh, Michaeli on a black or a red black uh, mid range control mm-hmm. deck, uh, which had lots of I had um, I think it had Scarab God in, not Scarab God, um, the Lobster God. What's that called? Uh, well, Lobster God is is Locust God. No, oh, was it? No, Lobster God's uh, Scorpion God. Scorpion God, the red black one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The red black deck. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, those those games are the same kind of thing where I I I just won by just committing. Like really hard, really early. Okay. Um, because yeah, once he casts five drops or six drops. Yeah, for, for hard, very hard to turn. And it was it was a deck that was tuned to beat uh, Teamer. Okay. Uh, if it gets into the mid game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I think it was one game I bolt to five, and I was like stuck in two lands. Uh, and McKaylee played uh, Conti. I think Conti's the top four cards you look at, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So he looked at the top four cards. Yeah, he, uh, he's got three lands and a Ronis. So I put the three lands to the bottom, which I was desperately looking for, and then uh, I got to keep Ronis. Wow. Um, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then Gandhi with the bonus from Ronus. <laughs> the, the, the bonus from the Ronus. Bonus. The Ronus bonus. Yeah, yeah. And then it's pretty good as well. 4-3 yeah. death touch, like, is the attacks yeah. through a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I, th- I think and Gandhi's really good against... Uh, Gandhi's just a great answer to... Uh, a great onboard answer to Hydra. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, these big... It's not great against Glorybringer, um, but yes, no, it Hydra. is very good against Hydra, yes. Yeah, yeah. And even Cub, like, trades with Cub. Yeah. Like, obviously, you don't really want to do that, but you've, you've got your value from taking a card from the top four yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So. It's, it's going to be a two-for-one. Yeah, I've been playing Gandhi a lot recently myself, actually. Mm. I've been playing uh, that Sultai Reanimator deck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've actually refined it, so I am super, super all-in on the Scarab God. I Class. love the yeah, Scarab I think, God. I think you're right. It's like, Scarab God is too good. nuts. What do you think about it in Teamer? I I I'd like to try it. Um, I didn't try it, but I feel like I, I think you mentioned last week it's a free splash. You didn't have um, enough time in your film. I didn't have decking. I didn't have enough time in my deck decking to go out and buy some card cards. <laughs> no, but I think it's yeah. It's the getting black is free uh, essentially yeah. in, in in that mana base, uh, mm-hmm. and all the cards. Yeah, here you, the reason why teamers are so good because each of your mid range creatures are two for two for ones. Yeah, so you're getting them all back for free. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's insane. So I I also net decked. The crap out of a deck. Um, well, I, I've been playing on, on X Mage a good bit. So it's Sultai Reanimator, but it's not like super Sultai. It's like 
a tiny splash of green. Mm-hmm. So there's like two evolving wilds and a forest, and there's okay. no no traverse or anything like that. So yeah. it's mainly a blue black deck, and it it has like Champion of Wits, Grasp of Darkness, Fatal Push, Yanni's expertise in the main Ooh. has um, Oath of Jace. I said Champion of Wits, yeah. yeah. Oath of Jace, Champion of Wits. Um, Liliana Death's Majesty and then the reanimation targets are Noxious Gear Hulks Razaketh Demon of Dark Schemes Ishkana Kalitas and Gontis in the sideboard oh, yeah, like, but I board them in like all the time yeah I, so I, I, maybe the main one uh, yeah yeah so would you ever like, how, how good is Razaketh Razaketh when it comes back oh it's just like I, I, Razaketh has been like the least effective card yeah I, I actually I beat I beat a Liliana emblem that went on for many, many turns with mm. Demon of Dark Schemes. Oh, yeah. By yeah. just playing it and bringing it back and playing it and bringing it back. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it was, it was very... It was, and and Yehenny's Ecrates as well. Yeah. I mean, um, let me beat the zombies as well. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a really cool deck and I think that a deck like that could be certainly poised to go over the top of some things. Like, it doesn't go over the top of probably doesn't go over the top of ramp although it can be that can be an okay match I've played against a couple of ramp lists uh, depending on how you sideboard with like transgress and stuff like that also you're you can get online a lot faster than them yeah that's right um, with your champions and your Liliana like depending on what you bring back and also depending on what they ramp into sometimes you can kill that with a noxious gear hulk if it's like yeah. a, what's it called world breaker obviously Ulamog yeah. you can't but what, what are you going to do yeah um what else? Um, I suppose, yeah, yeah, I think ramp, I suppose, is, is very fragile to hand disruption, which yeah. is already gone hard on. Exactly, yeah. And um, also, approach of the second sun Ooh. is pretty good yes. against me. I do have negates, but yeah, I can't really do anything about it. So if they can yeah. control the board, which my deck is very slow at getting the, the big fatties on the board. Yeah. It, and a lot of them are dependent on other creatures. Hmm. So like the, you know, for... To get any value out of your Noxious Gear Hulk, you, you know, you need another creature from your opponent or yeah. to get value out of your Demon Dark Schemes, etc. Yeah. God, yeah, I feel, I feel like I, I really just want to make a deck around Razageth that really utilizes the. I feel, I feel like when it's, not, when it's on the board, you're already winning, so you'd already have a reason to utilize the, the tutor ability of it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's it's just absolutely insane when no, I keep on talking about how it was in my, my pool for my, <laughs> yeah. for my uh, pre release and, like, just like your opponent casts a spell, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go get a counter spell at my library and counter. Like, it's it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so amazing. Cool. Like so, I feel like the deck that it works in will be like the um, oh the the oh, the Cryptolith Right deck where it's yeah, uh, it's a kind of ramping with tokens, totally, uh, which yeah. is what it's going now. But. Yeah, so in, in the deck that I was playing, it's pretty good with Ishkana. Yeah, sure. Ishkana, whatever way you say your name, because you can you can sack the spider tokens to yeah. search for something, or it's pretty good with Champion of Wits. Because you usually want oh, that yeah, graveyard anyway, ones, yeah. Um, or any, even like if you already have like a noxious gear hook on the battlefield, yeah. You, you just sack that and then bring get, it back. Get a Liliana from your library <laughs> oh my next turn or whatever. <laughs> get it back that again. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, or ever after as well. Ever after is pretty nuts when you yeah. put like noxious gear hook Razaketh into play. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So I, I'm loving the deck. I don't yeah. know if it's so. <laughs> I I took this deck from. Um, Wizards dumped a lot of PPTQ, sorry, RPTQ results. Oh yeah, uh, online on the on the Mothership the other day. I'll I'll link them in the show notes. And I got it from I forget which PPTQ it was or RPTQ, but it was uh, Jack Kiefer who who placed fourth 
I believe so. I you know I assume he got invited to the pro tour for that. Kind of size, yeah. Yeah, I think it was big enough to get invited. Invited, but um, yeah. So that's where I got that's it from, and I've been playing it online. It feels really good. <laughs> that sounds really amazing. Yeah, class. Uh, um, so that that kind of was our turn report. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Deck of the week all wrapped into one. Yeah, yeah. the sweet Sultire animation. Yeah, deck, yeah. yep, yep. Um, um, what about our other deck of the week? This thing over here. Oh, we got a. <laughs> as Dave Wolf was holding his hand, uh, Wizards, uh, the, the. What's it called? Arcane Wizardry? Is that the name of it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's Grixis Wizards from uh, Commander 2017. Yeah. Uh, I also had a chance to play with this deck, and it's pretty, pretty Did sweet. You? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ran over on, on, on Friday night. Oh, okay. Did you buy this? And, uh, yeah, I bought oh, this, okay. and, uh, and uh, I also played with um, Vampire's deck. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, which is sweet. Marty Vampire's. Vampire's deck seems really good. Yeah, it was really Because the, the one one starting from. Straight away, yeah, are, are yeah. fairly nuts. I think something we kind of talked about was because of the ability of eminence, you're you're getting the ability, you know, before you play your commander. So yeah. uh, for wizards, it's it's you pay one whenever you cast wizard spell to make a token of the wizard. Yeah. Uh, in the vampires, I think it's you, you get a one one token whenever yeah, whenever you cast them. Whenever you cast vampires, and um, and because the vampire spells are a lot cheaper. Yeah. Uh, you can you can just go wide really really quickly. Yeah. And you have like blood artist and kind of some those uh, what's it called the um, the aristocrat. Aristocrat, yeah, they've got a really aristocrats kind of yeah um, mechanics of sacrificing mm-hmm. stuff and, and getting advantage that way. Mm-hmm. Razaketh will go pretty well. It's commander, you're going to get to eight mana. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's a pretty sweet deck. Um, do you do any sick plays when you're playing? Um, not so much. I played in the four player pod. We had, we we each had one of the decks. Yeah, and um, I came second. I think what did I lose to? I think I lost the vampires. Yeah, yeah. Um. He he was on like forty five life, yeah. When when he won, so, but uh, I was almost there. If there was any life gain <laughs> or whatever, um, yeah, I had some cool, some sweet plays like with um, the, there's there's a rat in this wizard's deck. Oh, this is exactly it. Oh was, my god, he, just he, did, he, the picked up, <laughs> he picked up the deck in half and got to it. <laughs> okay, it's a necromantic selection. Yes, this is great. It's a four black black black. Destroy all creatures, then return a tre- creature card put into a graveyard this way to the battlefield under your control. It's a black zombie in addition to its other colours and types and then exile necromantic selection. So I managed to I think it was I discarded this with uh, Inala. Yeah. Not Inala. What's the one that lets you discard? Well I don't know. Is it one of the other Grixis commanders? No, I'm not it's it's a card in this. Anyway, I, yeah. I managed to discard this card. Yeah. And then I cast it using Kess. Okay. Kess yeah. a mage yeah. who lets you snapcaster every turn or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was able to get a big dirty dragon. Class. Pretty <laughs> sweet. Um, yeah, so the deck feels really cool. Um, Memory Plunder is also pretty cool as well. So oh, yeah. it's uh, four mana of. What do you call this? No, hybrid mana. Hybrid mana, yeah, hybrid mana. Of, uh, so Demir, hybrid mana. And it's an instant, and you may cast target instant or sorcery card from an opponent's graveyard without paying its mana cost. I killed a uh, an Edgar Markov that had been cast for. I think he had been cast for the fourth time because like 10 mana or something yeah, dear god and he was attacking me for lethal and uh, I used my opponent's own mortify in their graveyard to um, <laughs> kill their commander yeah, it's, it's pretty good yeah um, I think I think the player made a tap no I don't know it just, it just is correct uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong so the, the, the necromantic wrath selection, it kills yeah. selection so it kills all creatures yes and you bring one back from the graveyard so I think when your commander dies you can make it go to the graveyard instead of the commander you can and yeah and then bring it back yes like that, yes Yes. That's what I did. Sounds good. Pretty, pretty I never once cast an ally. Not really? No. That's actually, yeah, that's... I always had, like, other stuff that I wanted to do. Yeah, because I suppose you're getting most of the value 
I suppose with, with most of these commanders getting that muscle value when you're in your fan zone. Yeah. I feel like a commander is so ingrained in me to, you know, cast, cast your commander straight away. It's yeah, very hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I was also stuck on mana for a long time, so it was yeah, I think, yeah, I, I had mana issues too. Yeah, so the the mana in this in this deck is not great. Like I found myself cut off red like a lot of the time. Yeah, you have a lot of spells that are in really intensive on blue, really intensive on black. Yeah. Um, so you have which makes sense that you have less red mana then because mm. red is the probably the least color that you need. But even still, you get you get cut off some of your important cards like Nivmizit or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that said. It's a really cool deck. I found it really fun to play all the cards or all the decks against each other. Cats yeah. was knocked out first because I can't remember exactly why it was because he um, he had a the equipment on the battlefield that's like whenever whenever the equipped creature deals combat damage, target player loses half his or her life rounded up. Okay. So then everybody was just really afraid of that card, even yeah. though they shouldn't be, and they all just gagged up on 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 the cats player. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the case. It's an aggro deck. And yeah. Aggro decks aren't great in multiplayer formats. Yes. Yeah. And then the, the Vampires player pretty much won through multiple extort triggers combined with uh, Sanguine Bond, I think it's called. No, so it's that? an enchantment, three black black. Uh, whenever you gain life, your opponent loses that much life. Yeah, so yeah. it's basically pay for extort, I gain... So extort hits every player at once. Oh, yeah. Got so it's like yeah. he gained three life and each person loses one life mm. and then each person loses one life again oh god because yeah I think that's right yeah each really person loses one life again from the sanguine bond yeah so those that, that combination was, was really good for him um, yeah so the commander decks are pretty cool if anybody wants to have some fun I would pick them up out of the box they're highly yeah. upgradable as well you can go yeah, into MG Goldfish generally have articles about upgrading yeah, them so uh, yeah that's our decks deck or decks of the week that's it um, so that's going to be it from us this week I think cool short enough one because uh, Kieran had to had to leave Bail. us staring at his empty chair here <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can uh, find us on Twitter at Skullcrack you can email us skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com uh, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music you can find his information on the on, on, in the show notes and uh, that's it for, the, for us this week cool bye 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 planning that I, I thought this would be an episode about um, the ban and, and restricted list but it's also an episode about spoilers because they happened t- today okay uh, I suppose you know the BNR announcements uh, along with um, spoiler season is always a great source of magic content but also a, a great source for magic shit posts because I've been spending a lot of time recently on my second favourite subreddit uh, magic the circle jerking so okay. Dave, how, how familiar are you with uh, the, the many memes of the magic community um the memes of, of magic, I would say I'm relatively familiar, but the memes of 
Magic the Circle Jerking in particular, I don't know. Yeah, because these are actually, I, I thought these would be kind of well-known memes, but the more I look into them, they're, they're fairly specific. Okay, well, um, so let's, we'll, let's give them a try anyway. Uh, a lot of these are kind of based around you, it's, it's named a card, so it's... it's okay. So I'll, I'll go through, uh, so these are all posts on Magic Circle Jerking. Okay. So this one uh, simply has, this one has a, uh, in square brackets, has the word Vorthos. Okay. And then beside it, it says, we did it, Reddit. Okay, Vorthos, so, we did it, Reddit. And uh, so this was uh, during a spoiler season of this year. During a spoiler season of this year. And this is just a meme. So, so you click on it, it's a picture of a card. So what's the card? Sorry, Dave. What's the card? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not. I, so, yeah, uh, give me a clue. There's also another one, um, it's it's the same card, but it has uh, the caption, or the, the title is uh, A Nice Picture of the Eclipse Today. More recently. A nice picture of the eclipse today. No. Uh, during Modern Master 17. Uh, oh, Damnation. Damnation, there we go. Okay. It was a, a, a much needed reprint at the cost of the death of a great meme. <laughs> okay, so uh, if, you, if you ever go to the top posts of this subreddit, there's 10 that are almost identical. Okay. Uh, it says, if so each post says, if this gets... Uh, X goblins, so the number of X change, changes. So one says, if this gets four goblins, I'll post again, but double the goblins. So <laughs> this this is the thing the kids started doing recently. So there's one post where had you know, if this gets two goblins, I'll post again, and it's a picture of a card, right? Okay. Uh, so if if this gets two goblins, I'll post again, we'll double the goblins. Then when I got two upvotes, they posted it again with four, and then again with eight. When okay. four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, one hundred twenty-eight, two hundred fifty-six, five hundred twelve. Uh, and a 1024, and then uh, this post got banned from the subreddit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's a picture of a card from M15, it's a goblin. Okay. Um, so, something that fits in the theme of doubling the goblins. Uh, it's not Goblin Rabble Master, no? No, it's not. Okay. But it's, it's a goblin. Yeah. It is a goblin. It is a goblin. Is it Raging Goblin? No, it's a Cranko Mob Boss. Do you notice? It's a, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a tap and put X Goblins in Battlefield. That's the number of Goblins yeah. you have. Okay. All right. Uh, this is when it's, uh, the poster says, Hey, check out this sweet invocation I opened. So it's a picture of a person's hand with like an open booster pack. Yeah. And then one of, them, one of the cards is a sweet invocation. So what do you think the invocation was? Is it a real invocation? Yes. It's an invocation from Shadows over in Istrad. Wait, hold on. What? Oh, um, ah, uh, no, I don't no, know. Nora, it's an invocation to Saint Draft. Ah, oh, that card, that card is so terrible. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's one of those cards I just have so many of. Yeah. Um. All right, here, there's this picture of a card from Amaket. It's a. Uh, the caption is uh, "This is Watsy's statement on blue in standard." And this is a picture of a card. Uh, it's a picture of a white card from Am. No, sorry, a white card from Arrow Devastation, with some text of that card. With some text of that card, yeah. That's a white card from Arrow Devastation. Uh, it's uh, their statement on blue in standard. Um, oh, I've no, no idea. Solem- solemnity. Players can't get counters. <laughs> oh dear God! Right, this is yo. Um, this is a picture of a card from Theros. Uh, okay. It says, "Uh, it's." <laughs> How do I even start this? It's a. It costs uh, one and a black. Um. It says he protect he he pro- so stupid he protect but for one and a blue until the end of turn he also attack. Uh, wait, hold on. This is a it's card a, from Theros. Yeah, two mana three three. 
Two mana, three, three. He protect. But if you pay one in blue, he also attack. attack. <laughs> um, I'm familiar with the meme, but not with this specific no, card. It's a return phalanx. It's a, a three, three defender for two. Uh -huh. You pay one in blue and he attack. He attack. <laughs> okay. uh, another one along the same lines. It's a, this is a three black, black, four, four, four flyer from Scars of Mirden, I think. Okay. Uh, for one B, he attack. Okay. For, so sorry, for B, he attack. For BB, he attack, he protect, <laughs> but most important, he also infect. Oh dear god. <laughs> no, I have no idea. That is uh, Skitherick's uh, Light Dragon. Uh, for black, he's a uh, 3 black black, 4-4 four, four flyer in effect. Uh, for black, he gets haste. For black black, he he gets, he regenerates. Okay. Um, and he has infect, most importantly. <laughs> um, so this one today. Check out this card. Check out this United Airlines inspired card that Watsy made. Ah. Uh, so this is for Mamkit. I think I know this one. Um, uh, it's the one where they're like dragging the guy away on the earth. <laughs> compulsory rest. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Compulsory um, rest. Yes. Yeah. Lie down. <laughs> yeah. So this is a. What, so you know what? This is a card that gets uh, reposted every spoiler season. Yeah, the turtle. Meandering the turtle. Yes, the turtle. turtle. Um, all right, and this last you, one. You get banned though if you if you post that card. No, really. Well, on the main subreddit. I, know, I, remember, I, I, I remember. have no desire to be banned from there yeah. again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, I, I, I posted that card to um, the This Is Irish Magic um, the Facebook group. Yeah. And when I posted it, I just laughed to myself so much at how <laughs> stupid the joke was. But, uh, um, it is a great joke, though. <laughs> uh, finally, this is a poem, right? So you've got to, got to complete this poem. Okay. Roses are red, your hair is auburn. That's it? Yeah, no, there's two more lines. So. Okay. So, so I mean, it's I know I'm giving you very little, so there's clues, right? Okay. But obviously, roses are roses are red is yes. a classic start to a okay. poem. Yeah. Uh, your hair is auburn is is not part of it. It's not you typically part of it. Yes. So obviously, auburn is is very convoluted way of rhyming with the last word of the poem. Yes. And auburn. can you think of a, a popular card that has uh, a picture of a person on it okay. with auburn hair, or maybe more than one person? Auburn hair. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking of crawl worm. Crawl? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So, um, uh, give me the next line. No, or it's, 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 it's going to give it away. Yeah, yeah. Well, give, give, it's, give it's, 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 we mentioned this card on today's show. We mentioned this card on today's yeah. show. It has a picture of two ladies on it. Two auburn-haired ladies is on the card. Okay. Um, it's um, roses are red. Your hair is auburn. Red. Um. Cathartic reunion. No, oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to get it. No, no? Okay. roses are red. Your hair is auburn. An interesting development of diversity. Spinter twin is banned and modern. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It barely rhymes. I know. No, so, <laughs> so terrible. I'm, 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 I'm quite upset that Kieran has missed our first rendition of knowing meme, knowing you. Oh, uh, but uh, Kieran, if you're listening. I hope you did better than David Wolf did. Uh, oh my god! We'll get you next time. I don't think I don't think Kieran would have done much better than me there. Uh, but yeah, I did terribly. I, okay. Maybe he would have. Maybe he would have. Yeah. Okay, that's gonna be it from us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.